0: Okay, so as promised, part two of the Lynn Letters. Uh, Okay, where is it? So this was a little while later. This was, um, I'm not sure, a few months later probably. I don't have a date. I probably could find it, but I don't have it handy here. Yes, I am going to a lot of meetings, Linda. The noon meeting upstairs at Dublin's on Sunset. Generally, breast implants in the room seem to outweigh the number of men by more than two to one. But who is counting? I've made fast friends with a certain woman who was engaged to a big star years ago. She has a book out and refers to herself as the world's first supermodel. She is still striking and somewhat notorious around Hollywood, also completely nuts, which makes her all the more appealing to me, of course. No, I am not asking her out. I went to the notorious late-night Hollywood meeting at La Brea and Sunset, 11.30pm every night. It really reminded me of our Danville Friday night meeting. (laughs) There were all kinds of women. The chairperson was a gorgeous blonde ex-stripper. The secretary, female, at the beginning of the meeting, yelled, All right, shut your cock holes. I'm starting the meeting. And, and it went downhill from there. I was howling. At one point, the woman, about two years sober, uh, Sharon said, I still try to fix myself with clothes and boys sometime, but it doesn't work. The woman next to me yelled, try men. This is the kind of meeting where a guy will announce he's hours off a five-day speed run and talk about how it's going to be different this time. Still lots of quality sobriety in the room. I've heard some unbelievable stories down here, seriously. I went to a fundraising party in (coughs) Beverly Hills tonight for preserving and increasing the global Population of the almost extinct cheetah. There are less than 5,000 left in the world. Given by a wealthy couple, he runs some big mutual fund. She collects art. They had nine de Kooning sketches in charcoal of orgy scenes at, on one wall. There was also on one wall actually built and attached to the wall a plaster construction that went from about five feet above the floor swooping down to two spherical mounds that rested on the wood floor. I thought it was the arch of a woman's back and her butt, but I was wrong. Uh, it was really a huge representation of a subtle scrap sack, and the name of the piece is Balls to the Wall. I am not making this up. I don't know how much money they raised for the cheetahs. If Lisa Marie or Renee Russo had been there, it would have I would have written a huge check <laughs> and tried to get a date before the check was deposited. As it was, I met a very cute blonde real estate agent actress augmented in all the right places, who gave me her card just in case I want to move down here and need help finding a place. She is also an animal rights activist. There were a number of them at the party. I've been hawking honey bun, some orders, lots of feedback, pretty much what I already knew. I have two product lines, and the sooner I can separate honey bun, word and heart, from spanking, the better. I finally heard from Lynn, the girl in Big Sur. She is 40. I'd written her a four-page letter, somewhat impassioned, when I stopped at Malibu Beach on my way to into L.A. two days after I met her at Nepenthe. I sat on the letter for two days and then had my friend Rachel read it before I sent it. It pretty much laid out my feelings, not that I am in love or anything, but the attraction was consuming, and she is like a mixture of Lynn Klein, Anne, and Heather with a dash of Nurse Jill. These are all women that were important to me at one point. Knox Note 102204. The above paragraph is, I guess that's the date of this uh, email. The above paragraph is a bit of a lie. I was completely in love with the dream of Lynn. So, anyway, she didn't call for a month, almost a week. I figured I had scared her off, and then she called and we talked for an hour. She said she was a little intimidated by the letter. Partly because she was afraid she wouldn't be able to live up to my expectations. Partly because she fears I'll lose interest as quickly as it blossomed. And lastly, because I am clearly out of my mind. She did say she thought the letter was courageous and honorable, her words. She also said, I'm very handsome and creative, smart, funny, gentle, and kind. Not necessarily in that order, but I'm certain she said very handsome first. So she wants to spend a little time together to see what happens. Who knows? As an aside, nothing ever happened. We just got pulled apart by the forces of history. Okay, Back to the letter here. I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't want to go back to Oakland to live. I have, I have to for a while. I figure that the thing with the thugs will be blow over Monday, but there is still Joyce and John Wood to deal with and avoid. God knows when those two hairballs will ever flush each other down the toilet. fuggin' arseholes. I don't quite know what to do with myself either. For a good week and a half after I left town, I really felt like I had been blown into another dimension. Highly emotional, wide open and raw. It wasn't all bad just another dimension. Meeting Lynn did not help. Thinking about everything, being on the lamb, music, singing, design, flapping, honey bun. What can I really do? I mean, what do do I do to be self-sufficient, successful, whatever? And then her. God, what do I have to offer her or anyone? I am afraid my self-esteem has been blown into an even farther dimension. The funny thing is no one knows down here. My book has made quite an impression to those I've shared it with, gotten it into a few bookstores, a lot easier than the Bay Area. Honey Bun does too. In a town where looks are huge currency, I'm aware that many find me quite attractive, and I say this with some humility since I avoid talking about myself a lot because I don't want anyone to find out what a loser I am or at least how broke I am. I know down here money ranks way higher than looks, like anywhere else. Silence is golden. My friends Chris and Sue have been wonderful, housing me, feeding me, etc. They live in Hancock Park, a very nice area. Sue knows every plastic surgeon in town. She sold implants, collagen, and Botox to all of them and has huge, has incredible celebrity stories to tell. She's also been very helpful with Honey Bun, so thank God for AA. No matter how spun out I get, and I'm feeling you sure all can all tell by now that, like a uh, how like a bleeding no, newcomer these days, uh, I feel. And but the meetings bring me back to earth somewhat. This just in: I have a f- Monday appointment with Steve Wasserman, an old friend now book editor at the L.A. Times, reflapping. we. If you like this podcast, you know, tell your friends, subscribe, leave a review somewhere, preferably positive. Enjoy your day. This is Knox, riding the wild bubble with you forever.